Hi, this is Lisa Wade. In episode four of Dirt Road Divinity, Sky Kyer brings his southern charm and storytelling prowess to share some pretty darn deep insights. In this episode, we dive into psychic gifts, discernment, and the willingness to be open and allow spiritual information to come to you rather than try to force it. He shares about the importance and power of men supporting each other on the journey, and also his belief that the universe is in constant conspiracy for your greatest good and wants your life to be a massive, beautiful success. May you enjoy this conversation with Sky Kyer. All right. Good morning, everyone. This is Lisa Wade and Dirt Road Divinity. Today, I am so excited for episode number four with dear friend, Sky Kyer. Sky, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Well, I am so glad that, that you had an opportunity to share some time today. Uh, for the rest of you, Sky is j- just one of my favorite people. <laughs> if, I don't have an older brother, but if I did, I would hope that it, it would be someone very much like Sky. Um, I'd run for it. <laughs> you'd Not be up for it. it. <laughs> well, one of the things that I so appreciate in our conversations is that you're 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 another another person from the south who kind of understands that that this spiritual south the spiritual path in the south can be um, an interesting road to travel. Oh yeah. Especially when it's not quite consistent with um, the predominant prevailing attitudes. And we've had such great conversations, you know, over the the years now that we've known each other. And I just, you have so much wisdom and have lived, have so much life experience um, that I think that there are others. old folks. (laughs) I'm glad you said it, not me. (laughs) But I just, (laughs) I know that there's wisdom and insight within you that has helped to shape me and my understanding of the world and the opportunity to bring that and share that with others is, is a treat for me. So first of all, I just want to say thank you. But um, I want to, I just want to talk and dive into your, your journeys. Um, Do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself, where you came from, where you are now? No, not at all. And I am delighted to be here too. Let's just have some fun. Perfect. Uh, Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Sky, just S-K-Y, no E on the end. I love Scotland, but mine's just a three-letter word, Um, just like the one overhead. I get called Scott a lot. That's one thing about being raised in the South is we love our vowels, but we're not so good on our consonants every once in a while, if you know what I mean. So I'm Sky. Where did I come from? What's my story? Born in Chattanooga, Tennessee in the 50s. I'm a child of Eisenhower. So yeah, I got some mileage. Um, Finally ran away from home at the age of 40. Uh, Went to live in Pensacola, Florida. Bounced back up to Nashville for a few years. And currently I live, I'm spot between Denver and Boulder, Colorado in a little place called Lafayette. And I also have a home in downtown Denver. So I go back and forth that way. Beautiful country. Uh, it is. I mean, it's, it's paradise. Honest to goodness, folks. If you haven't been here, as soon as you feel free from the pandemic, come. I actually shed tears driving home from the grocery store every once in a while. It's beautiful out here. Yeah, it, it really is. 
It, what do you it, want to know about me? I don't, I don't know. What, it, there's so many fishing stories. I don't know what to unravel. <laughs> well, I, if you're willing to go here, I know yeah. that, um, that, that we've had conversations about spiritual gifts and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm of the belief that every single person on the planet, um, has access to absolutely deeper inner spiritual gifts. And, um, I know that sometimes the thought of actually going with those gifts when they're presented rather than backing away and going, oh my God, people are going to think I'm batshit crazy you know, if I go down this path. Um, sometimes that's a, that's a different, difficult journey and a tough decision to make. And sometimes it's only with age <laughs> that we give ourselves full permission to step into all of who we are, not just the socially acceptable box of who other people think we are or are okay with us being. Um, I know you've got gifts. Would you be willing to, to share a little bit about how you connect um, with, with your gifts, what, what those mean in your life and kind of the journey of, of honoring them and maybe sometimes putting them in a closet and maybe other times coming back out and <laughs> what's that? Look oh like? yeah. I like to call it the rheostat. Just run that thing up and down. Sometimes <laughs> you don't want things coming in. Sometimes you just want to have oatmeal, folks. You know, it's <laughs> um, gosh. Psychic stuff is what we're going to start with, guys. Um, and you know, everybody talk. There's Claire audience. There's clairvoyance. There's Claire. There's Clara Barton. There's Claire everything. All the clarity. I, I don't break it down that way. Um, I've always been a little like this. I'm very musical. I'm very auditory. The first time that I know that I ever channeled anything, I was, I said the other day to you, I was three. I believe I was actually four. And I was playing a piano and I heard a voice in the notes of the music, which if it doesn't make sense to you, that's okay. It, it didn't make sense to a four-year-old either. I was just playing. Um, for me, it is a matter of just being willing and being open and going through a process I'm fast forwarding on you, so get me to go slower if I'm in the middle of the book. But going through a process of just relaxing into it, the word is allowing. Mm. The word is allowing. If you try to do this stuff, I find it's enormously frustrating. Mm. I find that you force, and I find even worse the temptation to substitute your wisdom for what you're receiving is difficult to avoid if you feel the urge to perform or the mm -hmm. pressure to do so yeah um it has to be see i even changed my breath when i got it it has to be simply dropping a net in the water just like the shrimp boats when i lived in pensacola and what comes comes and it may not make any half the time none of it makes sense to me <laughs> yeah. but the person i'm talking to I, I i take a little secret joy in the wide-eyed who told you that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um 
I, so I take it you've had the experiences where you might get a message out of yeah. seemingly nowhere and hey go tell so and so over there this oh thing. my god yes yeah um yeah some ugly ones some pretty ones some wonderful ones yeah i can tell you the awful ones i can tell you the significant <laughs> ones they're the most impressive if you want to hear well it seems uh, like when doing that that it's a matter of getting ego out of the way you know, whether could this be real or not, or will this person think I'm nuts or not, or, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Being willing to be that conduit. No, they're going to mm -hmm. know that they're going to think you're nuts. I, laugh with it with them. You know, don't don't try to impress. Just go, hey, look, I know this isn't going to make any sense to you right now, but do me a favor. Hold your son's hand for the rest of the afternoon. Mm. Yeah. Just, you'll never see me again. I don't want anything from you. I'm disappearing. Do it. Mm -hmm. wow. um, you know, which is just nuts to do to people. And of course, their responses are not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But how do you not do it? I'll tell you the story about the time I didn't do it. Uh-oh. Okay. I was driving a car. It was, it was a used car lot. God knows what possessed me to want to drive a used car. But I did, you know, a lot, not a dealership, one of those lots, you know, be careful, folks. And uh, they left me the key. It was a Sunday. This is what Chattanooga used to be like. They left me the key under a shrub so I could drive this car. There wasn't anybody there. So I drove the car. I went down to a gas station that will remain nameless on a road that will remain nameless. <laughs> um, and I, I, I'm going into the BP because the car needed gas. So I'm going in and my hand hits the, the rail for the door to go in and it comes to me the way that bad jokes come to all of us sometimes, you know, and you go, I'm not going to say that. It's like, go in and tell them the joke about look out for the guy who comes in with a gun later. Ha ha ha. Mm. And I'm like, that's nuts. That's stupid. What? Never mind. It's bad humor. I, I have a bad sense of humor anyway. You know I'm known for telling terrible jokes in the first place. Um, but in anyway, for owning that. Oh, I do. I do, and I know it. I learned long ago don't tell good jokes, so tell the bad ones really well, and people love it. So I oh, actually they don't, but I love the groans. So serious story i'm pushing this door open i go back i get my soda from the the cooler i'm coming up to the cash register and all of a sudden really there's nothing visual but what i would describe as in my face tell her the joke and i'm checking out and there's this lady behind the counter and i'm like i can't do this I can't do this. Are you kidding me? The cops will be here within minutes. I can't do this. That night, her husband came in to work and shot her dead. Wow. Wow. Now, it's the truth. And, and I'm not saying it all because you could look it up and I don't want anybody bugging them. Here's the point, though. This is natural. This is good. And this is stuff that everyone can do. I promise you, some, like most singing voices, some people sing prettier, but just about everybody can get through happy birthday. 
Maybe uh, with a few groans too. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But use it to connect to the world, to life, to the universe, to the divine, to God, to yourself, to other people. Yeah. And understand that playing with it is probably not all that smart. Be gentle. You don't have to be deeply serious. But if you do a casual, let's let's just see what comes kind of a thing. Um, it's not always fun. Mm -hmm. It's not always, there's a responsibility that comes in here too. And I'm gonna go ahead and stress that. I don't wanna finger wag at you and I don't wanna scare you away from exploring yourselves. Yeah. But it's normal, it's life affirming and fulfilling. And two, accept the responsibility for having asked to receive something yeah. because there's a gift in it and there's a weight to it, W-E-I-G-H-T. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I got other stories, but that's the one that usually sucks the air out of the room when I tell mm. it. So I'll so, start with the heavy. <laughs> <laughs> the weight to it, right? Yes, ma'am. Um, how did you learn discernment? Like, how did how did you learn what what is what is your imagination versus right. what is messages from from the divine. I know a lot of people struggle with that, and I do sometimes a too. A lot. Mm -hmm. Well, part of it is that it comes to us in the exact same way that we make things up. Mm -hmm. It's that creative popping mind, and you know, as writers, mm -hmm. we have this muscle anyway. We were born with it, I think. Uh, so it can become very suspect to someone. I grew up in an environment with a bunch of uh, very fact-based people who really <laughs> couldn't buy this sort of thing, certainly in the schools that I went to. Mm -hmm. But first of all, recognize that just because it feels like you're making it up, what I usually describe it as, Lisa, is I'm remembering something I never learned. Mm. It wow. feels like a memory, although it's about maybe something to come. Maybe it is about something that already happened. Maybe it's about what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. I never know. That's the thing about casting a net. What you catch, you catch. Yeah. Um, so how do you discern? First of all, don't throw it away just because it seems random. Mm -hmm. In fact, random's the easiest way for you to be communicated with. It is. It's that random thought, that part of your brain again that sparks creativity. That's the easiest place, at least for me, and I find for others too, um, that that sort of thing happens. Discernment is, it's often a good idea. idea I call it checking IDs, hmm. you know, because um, there are a lot of voices out there and some of them have other agendas. Yes. And indeed. I'm not gonna say evil, darkness, beware. Well, maybe, but yeah. maybe just confused. Mm -hmm. And like all of us wanting something a little more selfish than everybody's highest good. Yep. yep. And uh, we all have those moments. They don't disappear just because you're not walking around our body anymore. Um, but you know, and you're not going to get lied to be firm like a parent mm -hmm. balanced 
not vindictive, not angry, not trying to be scary to anything. Just firm and say, what are you here to do? A lot of people liked referring to the light. They kind of, it's like the force. It's that's kind of catch all term for that which is good and spiritual and psychic and not embodied and energetic. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people say, are you from the light? Are you of the light is my preference. Mm -hmm. And um, then wait, just wait. And there may be one heck of a pause. There really may. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the information that you get doesn't necessarily come from entities that are used to using language. And there is a real delay in doing that. I, I have one guide who loves puns and bad jokes. So, you know, he picked me. Um, and, and a lot of times, for example, I'll ask People like to ask names. What's, mm -hmm. what's the name of that one? What I get back most of the time is, why do you people always want to know that? <laughs> um, yeah. We don't bother with that out here. Mm -hmm. Think about someone, to, to think of it this way. Think about someone that you knew in your life that was important to you. Now just go ahead and think of someone. Mm -hmm. Think of how, notice how that feels, that feeling you have, the, maybe the hairs up on your arms, a little feeling in, in your body, right? And in your spirit. That's what I'm told is, that's what we use instead of names. I'm yeah. thinking about yeah. this one. You know, we don't do that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway. This happened to me just a couple of weekends ago. I was sent on, I call them divine assignments when, you know, mm -hmm. I'm told go do certain things in certain places. And so I, I went to this location and, and did, you know, my energetic spiritual work. And when I got in the, in my car and was driving to the next location for the next effort, I felt the undeniable presence of my papa. So this is my dad's dad who passed wow. away in 1998. And the work that I had done before was relevant to part of his life here on earth when, when he was here. And it's like, he came in after that and, and his message was, hey sis, we got your back. You know, hey sis, we're here, we got your back. But there was no doubt in my mind that it was, it was him because it just felt, you know, if, if everything is energy and everything's like vibrational, yeah, it, it was so, it was such a familiar energy that there was just, there was no doubt. My uncle Jim, um, who passed away when, when I was in college, that's another one that every once in a while in meditation, you know, he'll, he'll show up. And I, and I just, I know that it's him from the way that, that feeling nature. And so, you know, sometimes for some of us thoughts might pop in our heads. We might hear voices. We might see things. Others of us feel things, or maybe a combination of all of that, but I've really learned to pay attention to the feelings and how my body, like my body, my energy reacts to something. And there are times when I've, you know, thoughts have popped in my head or I know someone or something, you know, is trying to communicate with me when it doesn't feel real good inside. And I'm like, nope, you're out of here, you know, and recognizing that I'm sovereign and I have authority and control over this interaction. And if it doesn't feel like, you know, if it doesn't feel like a loving, joyful, benevolent presence you got no room in my space you're you're gone you know and bounce them out but learning how to combine 
all of that, you know, okay, thoughts are coming in. Are these thoughts mine? Are they coming from elsewhere? Normally I can tell, you know, this oh, yeah. in me, I'm not that creative. I'm not, I'm not that good. You know, this, this is something else, but combining that with, and how does it make me feel? Because if right. I'm feeling loving or effervescent or, you know, joy filled, please share more. <laughs> you know? I'm going to invite that in. Yeah. And, and maybe some of the same skills that we use just talking with people. Remember when we used to talk in restaurants to strangers, just the <laughs> back same <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> but the same skills that we have with, with humans walking around, mm-hmm. you know, the same kind of responses, you know, this feels a little, I don't know, not quite right. Okay. And sketch. No, no, thank you. Yeah. And, and, and no, thank you works fine. And if that doesn't work fine, again, parroting, be firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No is a wonderful word. Don't lose it. <laughs> <laughs> you told me recently about a little adventure you went on when you had no plan. And the oh, whole thing was just a matter of what, what, what I call, you know, in writing the book that I'm, that I'm currently working on, I call it active surrender. The idea yeah. of aligning with, with that voice, with that greater, you know, that, that, and when I say greater, I just mean that that additional wisdom that we might not be conscious of here, but sometimes it's the inner wisdom. Maybe it's always the inner wisdom. I don't know, you know, but, or, or the outer wisdom, whatever, but aligning with that, allowing it to work through us and then taking action on, on what it encourages. And you told me of quite an, quite an adventure. And while I'm not asking you to necessarily relate the whole story, because it was, was a big, exciting a story. story. <laughs> But what was the nugget that you took out of that in terms of when you are willing to listen and take action, even when it doesn't make any logical sense to the logical mind? Yeah. What difference does that make? First of all, it's so beautiful. Hmm. It is on the back end. Don't expect it to be beautiful in the middle because sometimes it's a little unnerving. But on the back end, when everything just comes together, it's like a sweater raveling instead of unraveling, just Mm. all of a sudden, here's the thing, here's the thing. And it's like, I never would have seen that coming. I never would have tried to make that. I know, that's why we set all this up. Yeah. Um, First of all, I like to say the angels start with the letter A because it encourages to ask in the first place. So ask. Mm -hmm. But how does it feel? What is it like? Trust when it's rewarded is probably the most valuable experience I know of in Mm -hmm. human existence next to love, Mm -hmm. which of course is trust rewarded, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think that it's affirming at such a deep level. I mean, you want to believe that the universe is in constant conspiracy for your highest good all the time anyway. So if you actually drop into that as if it's so, and find that you're sustained by the outcome of having done that. I, for once in my life, words escape me. 
it is just <laughs> it's the stuff it's the, the stuff. thing yeah. yeah it really is i mean love you know however you define god however you define the divine whatever your piece is and mine's fragments of lots of stuff we'll probably talk about that later but the experience that underneath are the everlasting arms the experience that you will be held and caught and loved and cherished and that's the way the universe works mm. that's what you get for having done that surrender piece it is hard to beat yeah i know for 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 many people and especially for many men the and for me too i'll admit but especially many men that i've talked to that idea of surrender even the word mm. it's like forget that i want to be <laughs> in control and i don't want to have to ask for directions to be in control and i got this and surrender is a dirty word and only for losers <laughs> you know and i know that you've worked in with men um for decades now um Not you know quite 30 years okay yeah, a little and, while uh, you know, in terms of opening up to, and, and here's, here's a fellow from the South, you know, who's willing right. in collaboration with other men, you know, to support them and, and allow them to support you in opening up spiritually, emotionally, you know, completely that surrender, that vulnerability, I, I know a lot of men that would never in a million years even consider anything like that. But I'm wondering if through that, if you've found even greater strength, even greater courage, even greater, all the stuff that people consider manly, you know, if you've, if you've found even more of that by being willing to be vulnerable and open. I think it's necessary to mm. connect mm -hmm. to anybody and otherwise you're just dancing you're just going through the motions like we are so getting along and understanding each other and you can't see me mm -hmm. it's, yeah if you can't see me we're not doing anything but shadow puppets yeah. uh and that's all vulnerability is is allowing yourself to get seen yourself to get seen and it's dangerous feeling mm. particularly you know i i think being southern helps in some ways to be honest with that. you because if if um if i'm doing it there's a couple other people who go well the rednecks doing it i guess maybe <laughs> <laughs> I, I can take her a little risk here. He already kind of looks wide open. So <laughs> I can be a jar <laughs> and mm -hmm. be safe. Mm -hmm. That's that's good. And in men's work, that's helpful too. Mm -hmm. um, you never know. Your characteristics are your skill set. Mm. All those things that you wish you could change about yourself. You know, okay, I'm a little heavy. I'm a little, little white. I'm a little Southern. I'm a little white. Um, they're all the things that you can use to touch people too mm -hmm. uh they are there and learning to use them is in, in, integral i think leadership taught me a lot about this mm -hmm. as a leader and particularly men i mean men in general uh, and especially southern ones but men in general there's a real feeling that 
You got to intimidate. You got to be respected at all times. And no one can see the cracks. No one can see the doubt. No one can see you. I understand that. I even can still make that mistake. I get it. And just speaking of leadership, but I think we're talking about leadership in itself. So I'm going to talk about leadership in general because I think it, it educates backwards. I'm probably saying it goofy, but if you can follow me, that's what gotcha. I mean. Um, in doing that, you lead and you do make a decision and you stand on the decision and you do lead in that way. But all of us are always smarter than any of us. Yeah, nice. Bringing other people in is important. Um, and teaching other men to lead is important. You know, your advisors are leaders. Get them to become that too. Help them in their process. Mm -hmm. But one of the most brilliant things I ever saw, Lisa, was on a men's retreat weekend. We were doing major, major work with a guy who had really been traumatized in his life. And he was going through bringing it out to everybody. And this wonderful man, I'm going to name him, named Mike Kennard. God rest his soul. I miss you, Mike. Mm. Um, suddenly, in charge of everything, and this was a man with tremendous experience, more than I currently have, mm -hmm. uh, turned and looked at us in his wonderful half Mark Twain Southern way with the big bristly mustache and said, I don't have any idea what happens next. Y'all got a clue? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I swear to God, I learned so much about being a man in that four seconds. Mm -hmm. Because I said, you mean you can do that? <laughs> That's allowed? You can do what? that? <laughs> it just thunderstruck me wow. that... Of course you don't have to know everything. Of course you don't have to front. Of course, authenticity is always going to be more powerful than a good act. Uh, and yeah, the vulnerability doesn't come from, okay, I'm going to scratch open my chest until you actually see the blood vessels. That's a consequence of just being willing to be open and authentic authentic, 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 mm. and show up. And what I usually tell myself is when I'm channeling or leading or anything else is, Kyre, keep your lips moving and tell the truth. We'll handle the rest. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's it. I think that's it. And vulnerability, I mean, you can tell you guys watching this have seen me now for 30 minutes, but you know, I'm not exactly playing bluff poker and keeping my cards close. Um, but yeah, that would be my answer. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you for asking the question. You never know what you know until somebody asks you. <laughs> so as we're drawn to a close on our time, I'm curious, the one question I just love to ask, which is when it comes to all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the scenic route to the soul or of the soul, whatever, whatever happens on this messy dirt road of inner work, 
What do you believe? I'm going to start with what I just said. I really do believe that the more authentic you are, the more you'll connect. Mm -hmm. I also think that that's a two-part equation and you better learn to listen. Mm -hmm. If you don't allow space for someone else to be authentic, and oftentimes when you are, you do give the other person permission to do that. But you accept what they give you. You accept what they give you because that's what they're ready to do. So openness, authenticity, acceptance. Connection arises from that. That's the stuff. Mm -hmm. But what do I believe? I honestly believe that there are a whole host of things out there you can't see that want your life to be a massive, beautiful success. And if you will just give that a chance to even be a whisper in your ear. I'm not talking about giving it the throne and losing control. Surrender doesn't mean take your hands off the wheel. Jesus, keep me on the road. It means allowing help to come. Hmm. Human form, other forms, if it's a tree or a rock. And the universe and God, as I understand it, Usually the response that I've been made aware of is kind of a chuckle and then a, well, finally, glad you asked. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We've been waiting patiently. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you. This has been wonderful. And uh, I I like talking to you anyway, you know that, but but like like it goes, I've enjoyed the others too. I've I've watched the other three so far. Oh, yay. Thank you. Thanks for undertaking this work. You, you're making a difference. Hmm. You are. And uh, I hope you stay with it. Thank you. I, I think it's so important. I believe that there are many ways to connect and that the more that we can see in other people, what's true for them, you know, mm-hmm. might not be exactly true for me, but if I can see that other people have their own set of truths and how they connect and what's meaningful in their world and the lens through which they see the divine that maybe just maybe, you know, we might find nuggets of wisdom and insight for ourselves or that someone might realize that, Hey, my way is okay. Even if it's not, you know, mainstream way, my way is okay. And if it brings more joy and love and, and smiles to our life, the feel good, just the feel good. Yeah. Absolutely. I value you, your insights, your wisdom, and your time. So thank you very much for for joining in the conversation today. And uh, I have a feeling there might be other other opportunities to to talk and play and share in the future. I'll look forward to it. Love you. Fantastic. Love you too. Have a great day. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the Dirt Road Divinity podcast and even leave a review. If you'd like to see the video versions of the conversations, head on over to YouTube and look for Lisa Wade Alchemy. They're all available there. You can also find us on Facebook at the Dirt Road Divinity page.